Welcome to Realcast, the weekly roundup of the real asset markets. And in another week where Ukraine rightly dominates the main news headlines, um, I'm joined by Nicole Dines to look at the real asset markets. And Nicole, you've been focused on the growth area of advanced manufacturing. Yes, Real Asset Media had a, a briefing session on advanced manufacturing, which is an, an investment opportunity. We have seen real estate investors shift their focus in the last year. We've been following it closely uh, to, to sort of new sectors like life sciences and offer new uh, opportunities. And this is now happening in the advanced manufacturing sector, uh, which is a niche, a niche sector, but an interesting one. And it's interesting that there's so much happening that now it's a matter of of educating investors, conservative investors like pension funds, to be a bit more adventurous and look at this sector, especially as they have a long-term focus. And now we focus in particular on the Glasgow region because um, it's becoming um, a real hub, a sort of world, you know, known at a sort of global level. And Sir Jim McDonald, the principal and vice chancellor of Strathclyde University, told that what they've been doing for the last 10 years has so been a long time, you know, into developing this and now created what he called an exemplary ecosystem, uh, which brings together obviously business, uh, very, uh, the most creative side of business with uh, with academia, uh, the University of Strathclyde, obviously, and, um, and also supported by very much by local government and it's been attracting companies you know from Boeing to AstraZeneca to do very specialized uh, advanced manufacturing. Sir McDonald said that it can be compared to Singapore, to Boston, uh, to to California and it's really you know uh, being recognized at global level and attracting. They have a queue of occupiers while before you had to create the hub and then wait for occupiers, persuade occupiers to come. Now they have a lot of occupiers who are really interested in moving including from abroad including the United States. And another thing that's happening that we talked about recently, you know, many times is how the shift, you know, the leveling up, um, the shift from from the southeast, from the golden triangle that traditionally has been Cambridge, Oxford and London. And now the focus is very much shifting, shifting north to Scotland because they have created this incredible ecosystem. So everything's in place, including... Uh, not just the real asset side, but the infrastructure, the transport infrastructure, and also very important, the availability of skills labor, uh, which they've worked on from very much from school upwards, sort of persuading young people to devote themselves to STEM subjects. And so, you know, really nurturing this sort of workforce that is crucial, obviously, to the to the strength of the sector. Uh, so there's a lot happening and it's very interesting, both from a real estate point of view, from a science point of view. And another thing that Scotland has, which is incredibly important, obviously, especially now, as we know, we're talking about the energy crisis and rising energy costs, is the huge potential that Scotland has in uh, renewable energies. Just think of the offshore wind. So that is a crucial factor. And, and as, as we heard at the briefing, it, for some companies, especially startups, it can be the make the difference between uh, posting a profit or posting a loss. So that that side uh, adds, as well as adding obviously, to the sustainability angle, it's, it adds to the, you know, the importance from the economic side uh, for, for companies. So a very interesting um, area and a very interesting sector to watch. Yes, it was interesting to get the perspectives of Sir Jim, John Paul Sherlock of AstraZeneca, Keith Ridgway of NMIS, the National Manufacturing Institute of Scotland, and Paul Broad of Averson Young on both the size of the opportunity and how it was playing into existing real estate trends and also that focus on 
energy and especially renewables uh, and carbon reduction more widely in manufacturing. And that was echoed by Larry Fink, CEO of BlackRock, saying in a recent statement that the war in Ukraine has the potential to accelerate the global shift to renewable energy. And this was also a big topic at MIPIM, along with ESG and especially the S in ESG, um, which was highlighted, of course, in social media and seen with significant support for Ukraine, as we mentioned in our MIPIM roundup. But also, interestingly, a number of threads beginning to appear about the lack of diversity at MIPIM this year. Um, and I also noticed this as a bit of a reversal in comparison to previous years of improvement in terms of diversity. Picking up on some of the programme at MIPIM, um, Asem El Alami of Berlin Hip said that the new core is ESG compliant assets, particularly in terms of the financing side as well. And there was also a view that the appetite for European real estate was still strong from both Pertie van Harnen of Cromwell Property Group and Simone Pizzato of Heinz, an agreement that will also see a return to the office, but that work-life balance will also be a key factor from Nick Axford of Avis & Young, Daniel Pollard of uh, Cromwell and Carolina Salmer of Skanska. There was also a reminder that B cities in Germany can offer good returns from Tobias Schulteis of Blackbird, and that there's still significant growth potential in Berlin, with Marcus Lemley of Savills highlighting that the, the fundamentals of Berlin are really, really strong. Elsewhere, we saw alternative investment manager Investcor's European arm investing 128 million euros for an office building in Rome, and their second investment in Italy, and one of only a few LEED Platinum certified buildings there. Heinz and Kojima are forming a joint venture to develop residential property for rent in Poland, um, a growing sector that we'll definitely cover in the CE Summit next month in Warsaw. Um, New York listed Kennedy Wilson um, planning to pump an additional $1.5 billion into expanding its European logistics platform, um, which will acquire more urban logistic assets in UK, Ireland and Spain. And this just highlights that growing competitiveness in the European logistics sector. Following the senior housing and healthcare association meetings and events at MIPIM, it's also interesting to see Octopus Real Estate financing the development of five future-proof care homes valued at around 80 million, which will be operated by New Care Group on completion. And both senior housing and healthcare were big topics of interest, um, including in an interview with Rebecca Tobias, Head of Business Development at Markle, um, who highlighted the opportunities in self-storage in the German market, um, but also more broadly healthcare in Europe. Um, so, Interesting to see a number of the discussions that we've had um, looking likely to come through in terms of investment in Europe, but actually also seeing these coming through in terms of the transactions. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you next week for our regular roundup of the real asset markets.